You are at a ball game with your pal who buys you a tasty hot dog and beer. You realize you have zero cash to pay him back, but you know you've got your mobile phone and crypto value. You hop on to MovoChain.com, enter your friend's email or phone number, then convert your Bitcoin or Bitcoin cash to fiat on the fly. Your pal gets an alert that money is waiting to be claimed in the Movo app. Now he can provision that cash value to Apple, Google, or Samsung Pay instantly. Yep, that's crypto to cash conversion completed in minutes. To move your funds faster, visit Movo. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future Technologies, poised to transform our lives for better or worse, are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. You are at a ball game with your pal who buys you a tasty hot dog and beer. You realize you have zero cash to pay him back, but you know you've got your mobile phone and crypto value. You hop on to MovoChain.com, enter your friend's email or phone number, then convert your Bitcoin or Bitcoin cash to fiat on the fly. Your pal gets an alert that money is waiting to be claimed in the Movo app. Now he can provision that cash value to Apple, Google, or Samsung Pay instantly. Yep, that's crypto to cash conversion completed in minutes. To move your funds faster, visit Movo. Dot cash. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is Fabrizio Cababianco, uh, the CEO of Talk TV. Fabrizio, how are you doing? Pretty good. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So tell me about uh, Talk TV. What's it about? What's the premise? So Talk TV uh, is a social network for sports. We have 32 million users, so we're the largest uh, social network in sports. Uh, because we have partnerships with the biggest uh, football clubs in Europe, uh, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Juventus, Paris Saint-Germain. And uh, we allow fans to talk to each other while they watch a game on TV. And uh, so that started from a personal need. I'm a Juventus fan. Moved to Silicon Valley 20 years ago. And when I was in Italy, I would watch every game with my family. And then I moved to Silicon Valley and I started watching a lot of by myself, and I found that to be depressing. Uh, so I tried to find mm. a solution for it. So yeah, when you uh, so you can talk to people, I guess you form uh, groups or like a chat room around a certain game and talk to people, or how does it work? Yeah, so the idea is is you download the official app of Real Madrid or Barcelona, and you find a button there uh, that we call the social button. That is the Talk TV platform, and that allows you to just call a friend. Uh, so you're going to have your friends it could be one two three friends and you can talk to them so it's sort of a it is a, a, a conduit to communicate with your friends it's a communication tool and um, mm. it, it allows you to talk so it's a voice platform uh, while you watch the game on tv so the idea is that you're watching the game on tv and you use a device on your couch so it's over wi-fi uh so it's right. a digital call and uh while you talk, you can also make sounds. So every single app has their own chants. They come from the fans of the team. You can take pictures with your friends as if you were watching the game. So it, it, if you press a button, you take a picture of yourself. It forces all the other phones to go and take a picture of your friends. And you put, you'll have you, your friends, the score of the game you're watching, and the picture of the player that just scored in the background. And he has other hmm. things that are very specific to fans. For example, he has a chatbot 
that knows everything about Real Madrid, every game ever played by Real Madrid in his history, every player. So uh, if you have a question on how many goals did Ronaldo score, uh, you know, in 2017, you can go in and ask that. And uh, so it's it's a sports-centric social network that allows people just to uh, enjoy the game better and is targeted mostly to people that you know at, are at home alone, uh, which is quite yeah. often the case uh, these days. That's pretty cool. Really interesting. What did, what did you find that you would talk to friends and family about when you would watch the game? Do you feel like all that's captured in this app or is there stuff missing? Yeah, so it's quite quite interesting the way when we looked at how users were using our platform, what we noticed, because we've been around since 20, 2012, uh, so it's been a while, and what we've seen is that people who start the conversation and the first session would be five minutes long. So they, you know, they just come in maybe after a goal or, you know, before the start of the game or the end of the game just to comment the game. And what we've seen in, with time, the sessions became longer and longer. So it went to five minutes, to 10 minutes, to 20 minutes, to an hour. So people started just having their phone there and mm. watching the game with their friends. And if you think about the way you watch a game with a friend, you don't talk that much. Uh, you probably talk only when there is something that's interesting or you talk about life uh, if the game becomes boring. Uh, so right. I, we suspect we're not listening to what our uh, you know our users are are saying, but we suspect that's the way this evolved. At least from you know uh, personal experience, that's the way it worked. One thing we were missing that we added uh, last year is that we have studies that say that if you're watching with a friend a uh, game on TV, you never turn to look at your friend. You just talk just looking at TV. So having someone next to you or a device is exactly the same. But when there is a goal uh, or something happens, you turn around, you high five. So we were missing that experience. So we added a feature that is called shake to video. So if you take the device and you shake it, you start broadcasting a video of yourself to your friends and they can do the same thing. So uh, imagine that, that, you know, the the idea is that there is a goal. You just scream goal at the device. They see you, and they all scream goal at the same time. It only lasts 30 seconds, and then you know we want you to go back to watch the game. We believe that the reason why you're there is the show is TV. We're not trying to replicate TV or create an experience that takes you away from TV. We're trying to make uh, TV better by making it uh, social. And in a TV... Mm started social and in, in, in uh, 50 years ago there was one tv per town and everybody would get together to watch a uh, game on tv then it became one tv per family and the entire family would get together now we have a tv per pocket and we're all yeah. watching by ourselves and so there might be in the same family three people watching three different things but we now have oh, i know <laughs> yeah <laughs> we kids, now have they, this... they all watch uh, separate things at once yeah like the un in the car sometimes Exactly. So we, but we have this need to sh- even more because of the use of social networks, this need of sharing the experience of what we're doing with other people. So it is strange that uh, there was no way to do it. People are trying to do it in so many different ways. When they watch a game, they text, they, they use WhatsApp, they use Facebook Messenger. But there, what yeah. we build is an experience around your passion, which is your team, your club, and uh, that's working right. extremely well. And you know, allowed us to go to to get to those 
size of 32 million that uh, triggers the, the second part of the story, which is the, uh, the business model. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you is how do you monetize this or how have you monetized it? What's the business model? Yeah, so, you know, we, we create a platform to allow fans to talk to each other, but we also have the same tool to allow the brands to talk to the fans. So there are a lot of sponsors of football clubs that maybe buy the right to have their name on the jersey. And most of the people don't know what that sponsor who's giving money to their club, who's paying for the players, actually does. And so we, we go to the sponsors of the club and we help them activate their relationship with the fans. So the way um, the brand can interact with you is creating contests. Uh, we have this with Mao, which is a beer um, that is a sponsor of Real Madrid, where they create on a, on a monthly basis this contest, which is the top player of the month out of five. And so Real Madrid mm. picks five. Then you there is a chatbot that is Mao chatbot. There is a sound, which is the sound of the beer. They come in, and on a monthly basis, they ask you to vote. And then that creates this relationship between the fan and the brand. They started using Twitter for it, and... Uh, they had 60 uh, votes per month, and then they started using Talk TV. They, they got to 20,000. So the level of oh, engagement wow. you find from a uh, you know from a community that is really there because they love the club and uh, is 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 very significant. Huh. Well, yeah. Why do you think that people like Talk TV versus uh, using you know WhatsApp or Twitter or you know what is it that makes it special that people love it so much? Yeah. So I think there is. I'm also the president of the Juventus Club Silicon Valley, so I, I tried to figure out how a community of fans would uh, interact. And what I found is that in the club we have, you know, on one side the CFO of Apple, on the other side bartenders, uh, and they don't have that much in common. But the love for Juventus for for their club, so they are don't share cell phones. They don't. They're not on Facebook. Uh, they, it's hard for them to communicate. But uh, it, it, you know the the way that happens is really through the app. So you on one side you have people that don't know each other but they live nearby, and for them we have this concept of virtual fun club. So if you land into Silicon Valley and you open the app, you'll be part of the California uh, fan club. And you can communicate with other people by texting, and then eventually you're going to come to see a game with us in a bar, and then eventually you're going to be home alone. One time you can't come, but you can still communicate with the people, and then the next step is you maybe you become friends and you share phone number, you share, uh, you know, you become yeah. friends on Facebook, then you can use other tools. But it's really the place where you find out there are uh, fans like you that are around you that are all uh, have the same passion. So do you find that people talk, they'll talk to their friends during the games or family? Do they talk, do they go on chat during the games and talk to essentially strangers or semi-strangers in so the chat room see, or do they stick to family? Yeah, they did. So the way we built it initially was, you know, we're thinking about the couch. So it's a, you know, the experience of you and only the people that you know. And so we activate voice only with people that, that have a friendship in the system. And then the next step uh, that we launched was a messaging platform. So the first use of the messaging platform was to kind of organize and, you know, agree on a time. And also because we realized that people sometimes don't have a hard time answering the 
you know, a phone call, even if it's a, a friend calling, and maybe they have they can they can type something why they're not they cannot answer because they're in a conference room or whatever. Champions League games and 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 at least here are at 11:45 uh, a.m. on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, so they tend to be people tend to be at work. And then the next step is is really uh, going to other people that are part of a you know a, a localized geo localized fan group, and that's uh, that's what we're seeing that is. Uh, uh, it's starting right now. Okay. Um, yeah. Any behaviors that surprised you that you see? You said like people won't look at each other during a game, but they want to high five or share a moment that they find exciting. You know, yeah, any well, other behaviors you've seen that you didn't expect that you know are important? Well, we've seen uh, in a lot of uh, you know one thing that I that that and this is what I tell the sponsors, but it's very hard for them to understand is that. The usage of the mobile app uh, during a match is linked in part to the importance of the game. And what we've seen is that for a big game like the Classical, we have both Real Madrid and Barcelona together. We have this enormous peaks. And it's true there are more users in, of the app because the game is, is important. But what we're seeing is that even for the smallest game, where Real Madrid plays with Osasuna, the amount of users in the app is actually significant. It's not like the TV audience where for the classical you have 10 times the audience of a normal game because these are fans of the club and because for a small game they might be more likely alone at home rather than go to a bar with friends because you the big game you watch it with people. We have an enormous amount of usage even for small games uh, and it's slightly higher for bigger games. So this is one of the behaviors that I never considered uh, and it's hard to, uh, you know, to tell a, a, a advertiser for on the platform because they only want the, they all want the big Champions League game and the big uh, classical. And instead, the, the smaller games have very uh, significant amount of users, and it fits with the kind of platform we. So, you know, what kind of numbers do you get for games? You know, big and small. Like, what's a small audience? What's a, a huge one? Yeah. And so does it, does it correlate? Yeah. Yeah, so we, we, we see, you know, maybe one or two million people for one game. Um, and uh, But we see, you know, 800, 700,000 on a daily basis. So we're getting to a million. Uh, even on a Friday where there is no game, uh, people come in because they want to discuss. Our peak tends to be, you know, those two hours during the game, um, which is either Tuesday or Wednesday uh, or Saturday or Sunday. But uh, there is quite a lot of activity on Monday when people talk about, you know, just come back and talk about the game. And on Thursday, which is the day after. Uh, so we're seeing, you know, significant usage during the week. And then the day of the game, what we see is that there is a uh, steep um, amount of users. They just come in five minutes before the game. And then it, it uh, goes down slowly. So there is, once the game ends, it doesn't, they don't all disappear. They stay there to discuss about the game for probably uh, 30 minutes to an hour, and then it kind of goes back to where it was before the game. Hmm. Okay. So the next step for um, us is, is yeah. um, you know, we've done a lot of social engagement around television, but we thought uh, we should do television itself um, because we want to control the entire experience. We started as a second screen platform where you watch on TV and you talk on the device. 
we had experiences where, for example, on the Serie A league in Italy, they had the right to watch, uh, to, to distribute the video for streaming uh, live games. So our users were able to watch on the device and talk on the device. That'll be considered a first screen. And uh, we started looking at that model where, you know, we can control the delivery of the video and the social component on it. And so we started working on building a video platform that allows a club to deliver their entire content that they own, which is uh, past uh, games, behind the scenes, near live, and eventually live with the social television built around it. So we're coming out with a product now that, um, because the football clubs we, we work with have the right to show the game at midnight in Europe, which means Champions League games ends at uh, 10.30 p.m. there. An hour and 30 minutes later, they have the right to give their fans their entire game. So we're building yeah. a product that, that uh, allows you to come in and have television built for you rather than you being forced to tune in in television. That means that when you open the app or you go on the website or Apple TV or Android TV, uh, there will be a question asked, which is how much time you have. How much time do you have means, you know, you might have five minutes and I'll give you the game in five minutes. If you say, you know, I have 15 minutes, I'll give you the game in 15 minutes. If you have 90 minutes, I'll give you the entire games. If you have 60 minutes, I'll chop out every single time the ball is out of bounds. And so you are going to see actions. So if you have a minute, I'll give you the highlight in a minute. So it, it really depends on where you are and how much time you have. Uh, we're we're building the match based on your time, and then if you are, since we have a robot that cuts all these highlights, we, you can also go deeper and say, I want to see only red cards, yellow cards, shots, shots on goals, or I want to see only Ronaldo, or I want to see only uh, Bale, and so you can go down to the single player and just have three minutes of highlights of that uh, individual player. And that's a product that we're launching in the next uh, couple of weeks uh, with one of the top uh, football clubs. That's cool. So you can customize the experience exactly what you want to see. That's interesting. Yeah, because it, uh, you know our vision for the future of sports is that uh, this market is going to change in a dramatic way. There are so many middlemen between you and your football club that are adding nothing and taking money away from the system. And so you have aggregators, you have Fox, you have Sky, you have Media Pro, you have IMG, you have ESPN Plus. But the reality is that if I could, the only thing I care about is Juventus. I want to have all the games of Juventus and I want to pay for it. Uh, as it is today, you have all these aggregators that are aggregating all these rights and distributing them to the fan, mostly because you know a football club was not able to have a satellite and have you know set of boxes it was just too difficult but the market is changing really quickly so that you're able if you're a club or a league to deliver the content directly to the fans and so our bet is that not in this next cycle but the one after and which is the next five to ten years you're going to be able to say i want only real madrid and want again get all the games from real madrid and um, we what they're missing is really someone that can help them on the technology side to deliver these streams to all these users to get the payments in 
and build a platform that allows them to create their own television. But if you are uh, Real Madrid, they have 450 million fans worldwide, and mm. they make wow. $250 million a year in TV rights, which is a lot of money. But if, you can, if they can have 2 million fans paying $10 a month, they would make the money they make today. And 2 million fans for them is the 0.4% of their fan base. So if they do it directly and they get to 3% of the fan base, they can buy a Ronaldo, actually 10 Ronaldo every year. Uh, so it is clear that uh, the market eventually will get, into, will get into that, will go in that direction because uh, if I am a club, I'm not making enough money. If I am a user, I have to buy, you know, 1,500 channels on my TV that I never watch only because I want to watch uh, Real Madrid. There is no social element in it. Uh, that makes the you know sports uh, watching a lot more fun. So uh, that's the feeling we 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 have, and we started with this video platform, uh, building it on top of the blockchain, which we believe is going to be the future of sports television. Well, if uh, going back to the customization of the experience, once you customize it and you can cut out, I mean that'll cut out a lot of uh, let's say you know someone's going to advertise in the jerseys. Well, the time that the audience sees that advertisement may be cut down to nothing. Yeah, you know, so or, um, the, the model what, what is that, they, yeah, it moves to a subscription-based model where the, the, uh, you pay for subscription. So rather than be free uh, and, and, and you know, paid by advertising, uh, it will be free. Of course, if you have highlights that are uh, three minutes uh, you, and you still want to have them for free, you can have pre-roll. So you can have a video uh, b before uh, the, uh, the 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 um, your short video that will have the advertising in it. So it, I don't think the model was going to change dramatically. I think it's going to be a lot more. You pay only for the match you want to see, and to the point where when micro payments will be possible, then I think that's where blockchain comes in, and you'll be able to pay only for the highlight of the five minutes, which will be more expensive than the highlight for the three minutes. Mm, okay. I see what you mean. That'll preserve the monetization. Absolutely. Mm, interesting. Um, are you going to move this to other kinds of TV, other kinds of programming, or is the focus sports only? And even well, right within now, sports, us, is the, it just the, soccer? The yeah, the focus is sports only. Uh, we're powering also the LA Clippers app. We're moving into more uh, NBA teams uh, now. Uh, so it's not only soccer it just happened by accident because uh because i'm european and and somehow we started with baseball and football and then all of a sudden I ended up doing soccer because juventus called me and i couldn't say no uh and uh, but so we believe that everything that is sports where people are passionate passionate about something and they want to talk and they don't want to watch it alone uh this works very well we had a uh, a test a few years back with the oscar night where 70% of the users were female. And so we learned that ladies like to talk to, so it's not only men. And uh, this works really well with, with everything that is live and there is chatting around and voting. So it will work very well for American Idol or The Voice. Uh, but, you know, it, it's not for everything television. It, it needs to be real time, something happening that you're not missing. Uh, and you would not probably uh, record. Okay. Well, very good. So what's the best way for um, for fans to find, uh, you know, your app 
and to interact with you and maybe get in touch if they have questions or they want to suggest things? Yeah, if if if, if anybody has questions, our our website is www.talktv. So it's tok.tv. So it's pretty short. Um, hmm. If you want to play with it, uh, the suggestion is is to download either the Real Madrid app, the Barcelona app, the Paris Saint Germain app, the Juventus app. So one of our apps, and you can just uh, go in and 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 play with it. Unfortunately, if you're not a fan of one of these teams, it, it is probably not going to be that fun. <laughs> so you you'll uh, you know you'll have to ask your team to add Talk TV. Uh, to their app so that uh, you'll be able to talk to your friend uh, about it. Okay, very good. Well, Fabrizio, thank you for coming. I appreciate it, and it's uh, interesting stuff, you know. Thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate it. You've been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.